All right, welcome back to the Boozecast. Uh, Brad and I are here today at uh, Valentine Distilling in fabulous Detroit with uh, the founder of Valentine, Rafino Valentine. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Good. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming me. on. It's a pleasure. I don't know. Thanks for being here. We're not really in the parking lot. That's just that really is a truck in here. <laughs> so this place is absolutely awesome. It is a, there's eye candy everywhere. Um, how, what's the story on this place? I'm wondering. You know, I'm looking around. I'm looking up at all these three-story towers making these fabulous fine distil- distilled spirits and I'm thinking how do I do this you know so wh- how does that happen when you're just waking up one day and you go you know here's what I'm gonna do well you, you know this was it was really an idea okay. about 12 or 13 years ago and I was at the time I was living in New York and working on Wall Street and I had a front a courtside view or a a bird's eye view of what was really going on with the U.S. economy Mm -hmm. and manufacturing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the reality then and and actually still is now, we have lost a lot of manufacturing jobs. Right. So under this, you know, with this in the background, I happen to be on a little bit of a dirty martini kick. Okay. All right. So, all right. So So, it's it's coming around to booze eventually. eventually, We're we're drinking some dirty martinis. It's not all economics, but so I was, every place I would go into, I would just say, give me your best dirty. Okay. And after a while I realized I am being offered mass produced and imported products that are being viewed as the best. And this really posed a problem with me in the sense that you know, we used to make the best stuff in the world bar none right. in this country yeah. that's what we all like talking about how how strong our economy is and, and what made us one of the greatest countries in the world right it really started with manufacturing yeah it's foundation right the foundation Still of the is. economy right yep. yeah and quality manufacturing mm-hmm. so as I saw that companies were shipping jobs overseas and even on top of that, the, the goal of companies kind of became, let's, how much money can we make? Hey, right. we need to be responsible to our shareholders. That means maximizing our profits. Mm-hmm. So you get into this mass production, right. offshoring of jobs. And I just said, looking in the bottom of my martini glass one night. So literally, the story is from the bottom of a glass, (laughs) which is awesome. You know, it really was one of those bar napkin ideas that still looked good the next morning. Okay. So so the thought was... you didn't have to chew your arm off or anything. (laughs) Right. So the thought was, you know, why can't we do this in in the U.S.? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, really. And then on top of that was, let's do this in Detroit, which was the former manufacturing capital of the world Mm -hmm. and show that hey we still build things the best in this country and that's kind of the best here in this country yeah that's how it all started Mm so you know it's it's a great startup story you know i mean it doesn't all have to be an app it doesn't all have to be digital sometimes we just want to drink our manufacturing produce well well, that's a great point i mean it's you know we mike and i talk about on another show big digital thinkers that was a plug by the way um (laughs) we we talk about startups right we talk about detroit and you know but most of them are kind of in the digital media world hence hence the name but it doesn't have to be a digital startup you guys are a startup right even though you've grown significantly over the years that's the cool part a startup doesn't have to be you know something digital or an app on a phone it can be something very analog like like true manufacturing and you are a startup and you're a very small organization you're nimble there's a lot of parallels there that's absolutely right i mean analog is a great description because what we've done and the way we've competed with these bigger companies 
is that we've gone back centuries in our manufacturing process. Okay. And you'll hear me say it a million times, but you know, we just do things the way they were meant to be done. And oftentimes, right. most often, it's not the fastest, it's not the cheapest, but in my mind, it's the best. So it's quality. It's a quality story it's, versus quantity, right? Craftsmanship. Absolutely. Back to craftsmanship. And that's yeah. and that's what this whole subseries is all about. Is about mm-hmm. that craft manufacturing. Again, craft manufacturing can mm-hmm. be, you know, it can be digital. Mm-hmm. But in this case, this is craft. I mean, the whole craft distilling scene is quite something. And you yep. know, we talked about this a little bit earlier. But you know, there is several craft distillers who've popped up here in Metro Detroit. But Valentine is like the grandfather of all of them, right? It's like the granddaddy of this resurgence of craft distilling here in Metro Detroit. So you, you've got to be proud about that. First of all, the you know the awards that are all the banners that are hanging in your building. But that's a really cool story. So you've kind of in a, not started a trend, but certainly people are emulating the success and uh, and the quality story. Yeah, I mean, and we like to see that because part of the goal when we started was, hey, let's be a catalyst to show that we can still do this in this country we can still do this in the state so it's great to see other companies Mm -hmm. coming on board and really creating this new industry it really all ties into you know people people are really trying to get back how do you say it getting back to the basics Mm -hmm. they want to know where their food comes from they want to know farm to table right yeah yeah and and this is the same thing i mean we're buying our grains locally we're sourcing all of our our products locally and and it's also the sense that you know how something was made right that it corners weren't cut additives weren't put in right you know it's not getting trucked in from an elko farmer yeah yeah it's not some nameless corporation yeah Sure. It's not some nameless corporation. It's you, literally, over there making this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it happen. Yeah. yeah. So, but you can get it anywhere. I mean, just yeah. because it's local here doesn't mean you can't get it anywhere else. Right? We, all, you know, I, I like to say it's it's local because you happen to live here, right? Or because we happen to be made here. But really, the goal from the beginning was to make products that don't compete locally, don't just compete locally, statewide or na- nationwide, but actually compete internationally mm-hmm. and that's why some of these awards that that we've won and let's talk about that a little bit yeah we're gonna spring one on you i mean <laughs> you won an award recently for the vodka right it was what was it it was like southeast ferndale north of nine mile east of woodward was that the geography where this vodka was, was yeah. considered the best or? no it was and he's gonna i know i know rufino well enough that he's gonna be uh, humble about it but the best vodka that in, was michigan in no was michigan in the world oh in the world so the best so tell us about that that's a re- that's an amazing feat so and it wasn't something that happened you know like mike points out it wasn't in downtown ferndale on tuesday's best vodka it was right. in the world so that's it's remarkable tell us about that yeah I mean, out of all, we've won a lot of awards, but out of all of them, this one is particularly special Mm -hmm. because to be named best of something in the world is is pretty amazing. We set out with those goals to make liquor that competes internationally, but even this one kind of blew me away. So it's very, very special to us. But more importantly, it's rewarding for myself and all my employees, but more importantly, I think it gives people the confidence yeah. that you go into a liquor store and you're like, hey, I really want to get the best, mm-hmm. but you're kind of torn. Well, I want to buy something local and support local economy too. Yep. It's important for me that we can take that decision yep. out of your hands. You we can, can get local and the best. Yep. Yep. 
as well. So tell us a little bit about that. So what? So vodka is, you know, generally not a ton of flavor, but what what makes you tell us a little bit about your process what makes you guys the best i mean there's got to be something in that craft distilling process that that makes you the best the the, the simple without answer, giving away any yeah. secrets without giving <laughs> away any secrets you know the simple answer is is that we take care in every step of the process mm-hmm. from selecting the grains to the distillation to filtering we even bottle this by hand that's the simple answer you know more complicated is the chemistry involved behind it, some of the general things that are allow us to win that award are we use a multi-grain vodka. Each different grain mm-hmm. that you might start with, or potato, you could start with potato. We use three grains. But each grain is going to yield certain characteristics mm-hmm. to it, certain traits. As far as one might be a better mouthfeel, one might be a better aroma. We settled on a three-grain recipe trying to maximize the stuff that we liked out of each grain and mm-hmm. minimizing the stuff that we didn't like. That's one unique thing that we do. The second unique thing, it's only unique nowadays because nobody does it this way, right. but the pot distillation techniques. These are centuries old styles of distillation, but that's the way good spirits were meant to be done. For example, we use a copper pot mm-hmm. still instead of production distilleries, we'll add copper sulfate into a stainless steel still. Uh-huh. One of those shortcuts that oh, I always talk about. Wow. To, That's hey, we can, we can maximize our wow. investor profits really? you know, a little bit if we add copper, copper sulfate. sulfate. I don't want know, that in so. my booze. <laughs> so it's just one of the many areas where yeah. we wanted to show, hey, we can still be profitable. Yep. We can still build a great company and still do it the, the right way. That's really cool. Can we taste something? Sure. Well, t- so what do we got? So tell us what, tell us what we're going to sample here. This is, uh, so, we're, this is the part. By the way, some people might think this is a little bit self-indulgent of Mike and I to have a show about <laughs> drinking booze. And they'd be right. They would be right. And they, some might say that this is pure folly. And they and would be right. be right about that, that yep, too. Yep. So tell us about, this is, is this your, the world's best vodka that so we're about to taste? we're about to sample the world's best vodka. This is our flagship. Wow. And we appreciate that you're drinking with us, by the way. So you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get into this industry unless you're ready to sample a little bit. So, so tell us a little bit about what we can expect. What are some, you talked about the mouthfeel and some, maybe some flavor and aroma pro, uh, profile. So tell us what we can expect as we're. So you, you sample spirits much like you do a wine. And the first thing we're going to, we're going to, notice is the nose and the nose vodka by definition is flavorless colorless and odorless yet we are going to be able to pick up Mm -hmm. traits in there the first thing is a warm aroma so it's not astringent yeah it doesn't because there's some nasty ones not that i've had pop-off before (laughs) in college it smells really good a typical vodka even a high-end vodka will have that astringency Uh and this This we call it a warm aroma yeah then as you sample it you will pick up notes of people pick up different things but caramel mm-hmm. a little butterscotch hmm. a little meringue some people describe it okay. as and then you should get a nice mouthfeel and a nice smooth finish as well wow that you're right there is that is phenomenal so i, I spend mean, a lot vodka of time and there's that <laughs> yeah it's not like just wow you know just Pure alcohol. There's no burn. Right. There's no none of that burn. No, I mean, you can, not at all. You know it's there. Wow. That so, tastes. That, that, there's a. Is there like vanilla in there? Is that what I'm? 
There's no nothing is added. That's I know, a but pure I mean, distillate. But yes, vanilla. It's a natural taste of like vanilla. Some people or? say meringue, like okay. I say in meringue, butterscotch. But yeah, vanilla. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's probably <laughs> half the problem. But I like you know people to taste. We're tasting it room temperature. This isn't. It hasn't been chilled, and that's the way you should. You're going to get the most character yeah. out of it. But I have a lot of converts where people are only brown spirit drinkers, right. and they're like, oh, vodka is all the same. You got to put something and in it to make it taste like, good, right? Yeah, and that's not I'm further a brown, from I'm a truth. brown spirit drinker, yeah. and normally I would say that, but that is phenomenal. That yeah, is like there, a, that's a sipping vodka. There are intricacies to it. There yeah. are little character uh, taste like right. little subtleties. Yeah. Um, in the mouthfeel also it's it's, it's a buttery almost. It's just yeah. a, it's a thicker mouthfeel than you know just like a pure alcohol burn going down. It's not like that at all. So that's uh, that's yeah. it's, it's amazing. We, you it's can very see how... very smooth. Yeah, that's crazy. So um, so that's the first shot. We're gonna do nine shots when you guys aren't watching. So um, it's by the way, you should... too. signed by Rafino Ventine. So what else do we have? So this so this is the vodka. This is one. Now, by the way, where was this? So it was global. But where, where was the um, where was the actual contest? Is that what competition, competition? was in? Uh, out, based out of London, the World Vodka Awards. Wow. Wow. So. First place. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> we're proud. Go D. Yeah, that's right. So tell us what we're what we're gonna do next. So I, I see I can't see the label from here, but I know it's a little bit of a surprise. Um, this is a this is a brown spirit, but it's a brown spirit from what I understand. If I, it's actually what normally would be a clear spirit gin. Typically clear. This is kind of a throwback. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a really really old type of spirit. Again, we're interested in history, and we, we like the, the history that some spirits have. So the, this is not made by very many distilleries, but it's an old style, when okay. before stainless steel mm -hmm. and things were stored in oak barrels. So this is actually a barrel-aged gin. Oh, cool. This is our liberator. We call it an old town gin. Was that your vodka? Is that a clean no, one? No, that, that's the clean one. That's the vodka. We get, yeah, I got my old, my old guy out there. So this, we start with our... Uh, with our traditional liberator gin, and then we age it in new American oak barrels for around a year. Okay. And that, so all the color is coming from the barrels, right? So it's not like you're, I'm sure they're not that any person who's a, a distiller who might be trying to cut corners would add colors, which they probably do. In a lot of distilleries add color. But yeah. the, the color that you're, that you see, it's a Clear, it's a clear liquid as it comes out, but then you, when you barrel age it, it pulls the colors from the barrel. Yeah, actually all spirits. So mm -hmm. all the brown spirits, whiskeys and scotches, they, they're all clear when they come off the still. The mm -hmm. color is imparted from the oak aging. So this is, uh, we use a, a barrel very similar to what we age our bourbon and rye whiskey in, mm -hmm. an American oak barrel. And it, it'll give it that color, and it also imparts... Oh. Goodness. A lot of caramel notes, wow. almost some molasses. But so this is a this is a gin, but it's almost a cross, a hybrid between a gin and okay, like and a, 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 whiskey. a whiskey or something. Yeah. What is immediately I smell the the, botan the botanicals. Yeah, um, that's beautiful. It smells like it's very floral, very yeah. herbs. You can a little pepper in there. It's a bouquet. It's we, an elegant bouquet. We use about ten different botanicals. The first thing yeah. that you're picking up is probably the cinnamon. And these the are real, these are really real botanicals, right? Yeah. This is yeah. No, no oils or. This is like a box of dehydrated <laughs> powdered <laughs> botanical like stuff. There's no Velveeta in here, right? Okay. I, I think you're like, my, uh, like ramen noodles, the little powder that you put in there. Yeah, yes, right, that's right, not exactly. Done. Wow. 
That is amazing. This is. I'm so that's a real unique spirit, and wow. it's a lot of fun for a mixologist to to mess around with this one. Right. That's unbelievable tasting. And this, you know, gin usually doesn't. Some do, some don't. In my experience, but there's definitely a slightly sweeter profile, I think. Mm -hmm. And is that from is that from some of the barreling that you're getting some of that sweetness? The, out of the oak will bring that out. Yeah. There's no sugar added. Some old toms will add sugar. We don't add sugar. It's just uh, from the barrel and some of the botanicals. There's no there's no bite or anything to that. That's yeah, just that's, like. This is absolutely. A, we bottle this over 90 proof too, so this is mm -hmm. a nice. That's, this this is, is a kick. Very high quality. <laughs> so, by the way, we should we should also mention that Mike and I on the show are going to be doing some drinking. So, please drink responsibly. Use Lyft or Uber, cab. Have somebody drop you off. Don't drink and drive. But this is this is delicious. Absolutely. So, where can we get this? We get this at uh, anywhere so, around town. You know, what we're about actually, in California. Well, and I, do I got to drive to uh, to Detroit? We're to actually because yeah. I would. I mean, this is <laughs> we actually like the cannonball driving up from Ohio because we're not in Ohio. We're in, we're actually in seven states, uh, several countries. We're distributed in Europe mm -hmm. and Ontario. In Michigan, we're virtually everywhere. I mean, Meyer, Kroger, Sam's Club, Costco. Mm -hmm. But I always like to go to your liquor, yep. your, your, your nice local, local guy. guy. Yep. And one of our favorites is Woods Wholesale Wine. Okay. Right. So they're also here. And if you're out of state watching this, they will ship to, I think, virtually the most states. Pretty much the whole country. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, and I, I live on the east side. So they're on the east side in, in Metro Detroit. They have a phenomenal selection. They're very knowledgeable. But they can also ship anywhere. So even if you're watching the show from anywhere in the U.S., they have a, an entire yep. shipping department. They'll yep. ship it to you. Paducah, so Kentucky? Check. Right. You can get it. So the yep. website is right here on the screen it's going to be there yep. it's, it'll right be there, there eventually. it's not there right now right there, right yeah. there. how's that a little okay. bit lower great great and this general vicinity mm -hmm. so you can virtually get it anywhere so yeah i think that's probably some of the perception issues that you guys have is, is because it's a craft distillery it's you have to go to the source or yeah. you can it's very limited distribution but you guys are pretty much anywhere yep so what's next what's well the, so i think so we are sitting right now in our original production facility mm -hmm. this is uh only about 3,000 square feet. Right. Since we won these awards and the demand grew for our products, we outgrew this space and opened up uh, the production facility. Yep. But right here up front is our cocktail lounge. That's and I right. think we should go up there and mix some cocktails. I think, right. I think, that's, a, I think a great, that's a great idea. A phenomenal <laughs> idea. In fact, I think we should take a poll. All in favor, say aye. All right, I'm aye. in. Aye. The ayes have it. Okay. We couldn't do this show without the support of our sponsor, PhoneSaver, the portable charging device that won't have you hugging a wall to charge up. Insist that your favorite bar or restaurant carries PhoneSaver. Restaurants, you can count on loyal customers who will come back knowing that your place will keep them charged up and happy with your custom-branded PhoneSaver.
Thank you.